This is The Playbook, where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. This is Dave Meltzer live at Radio Row with incredible Blue Wire Studios. I know you're used to seeing us in the lobby of the win, and I'm going to invite Deontay to join me at the win because he seems like a good guy to visit me in Vegas. We'll have a good time, Deontay Johnson. Of course, incredible wide receiver with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome to the playbook. Thanks for having me. Ah, it's great to have you. you know, I'm uh, an old agent. I, I ran an agency called Lee Steinberg Sports Lee. Entertainment, and okay. one of our big quarterbacks beyond Warren Moon, Troy Aikman, and mm-hmm. Steve Young was a guy named Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you have been brought up under the school of Roethlisberger and that's going to change for you. And so number one, I, you know, know Ben really well. What were some of the lessons that Ben taught you that, you know, coming in as a rookie thinking, man, I know what I'm doing. And yet you meet a guy like that who has an extraordinary perspective of what the offensive game of football is like. What were some of the lessons that he taught you that you were like, whoa, why didn't anybody ever tell me that when I was in college? Uh, you know, coming in, I came in with the approaches like you can't come in thinking you know everything. And uh, once I was around Ben, he kind of showed me like, and uh, I took that in, in perspective. Like, yeah, I can't really think that because I got a guy here playing 17, 18 years and I'm a rookie. Yeah, you're I'm, barely 18 years yeah, old barely, yourself. Barely. <laughs> you can be somebody's uncle out there at the end right. of the day. So it's like. Or grandfather, yeah. you never know. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And, uh, you know, just learning learning from him was a great experience. You know, just how he carries himself, how he uh, went to work every day, how he prepared for practice and the games. It was always – me and him was always early. Uh, this past season was early, like two, three hours before the game, we'd, we'd go early to the game with the trainer's bus. And, uh, you know, knock out our all our um, warm-up stuff, whatever we had to do. So we'd be ready by the time everybody gets there. We're already done. We're ready to go. Well, you're, um, you're in a great system, yeah. looking for an extension, I'm sure. Uh, but there is, you know, going to be a changeover in quarterback. Yeah. Coach Tomlinson, obviously, is uh, a key component uh, of that. For you, do you want to stay in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here. I want to stay in Pittsburgh. And hopefully, you know, everything works out for itself in the end. And, well, I can only let the my, Steelers my don't want you, the Chargers do, man. We'll take any <laughs> any great thousand yard receiver. Yeah. Justin Herbert's not a bad quarterback to catch with. Nah, he's great. Actually, <laughs> threw him at the at Pro Bowl. He's got a strong arm. Yeah. So you know, I wish him nothing but the best. Yeah. Well, uh, except for when you play him, right? Yeah. Except for when we play him, we obviously we got to win. <laughs> you know, I, I have to ask you a question because I've been in football a long time. Mm-hmm. And Warren Moon was my business partner after I ran Lee Steinberg for 12 years. So I know a lot about quarterbacks and receivers and the game of football. But I could imagine going into the last game of the season as a Pittsburgh Steeler, Mm -hmm. sitting at home. Now, I imagine and have had literally hundreds of clients who I know have been last game of the season begging for a team to win or lose so they make the playoffs. But I could imagine what it was like watching the Chargers Raiders game begging that it wouldn't be a tie and then it come to the last second if it wasn't for Josh it may have ended up to be a tie talk me through what you felt like in the first second third and fourth quarter and then in the overtime what was it like sitting there in that weird position that no one in the history of football had ever sat in man it was crazy because you know 
obviously you wanted one team to win and not tie. And um, I actually talked to a few of them. It was like, yeah, we was thinking about tying it until they called the timeout. So I'm like, so y'all was <laughs> trying to tie the game so we couldn't go. I'm like, oh. Luckily, that didn't, it didn't work out in their favor. And um, Did you watch the whole game? Yes. It was a, down to the wire. It was a nail-biter. It was. And once that played, they called that timeout. I'm like, oh, yeah, we good. We good. So I could kind of ease up a yeah. little bit and not trying to overthink everything. But no, just Unless going, he missed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm so happy we got in. I'm like, yes, thank gosh. And um, yeah. it, was, now, it was a great moment. You, you've been an incredible receiver. Uh no matter what happens, and I think you'll get the extension. They'd be foolish not to sign you. I yeah. mean, holy Lamola, you're an incredible receiver. But you hit the 1,000-yard mark. You have a ton of receptions. You're a great team player, great attitude, great work ethic. You know, what's next for you? What, what's the big vision for you? What, what do you want to do next on, on your list of accomplishments? Continue to build on top of what I did this past season. You know, although, you know, the end goal is to get a, a gold jacket when I'm done, when I'm you know, hopefully that. that all works out in God's favor, you know. And um, really just continue to be consistent and continue to show that I can play at the top tier level with the best of the best. And um, that's what I'm looking forward to because I feel like I haven't reached my full uh, – I haven't reached my peak yet. And uh, I'm still, still still learning and growing. And what's the biggest difference between the college game and the pro game? The difference is – the game's faster. Got a lot of smart players out there. Um, that can, that's really coaches themselves. That can coach themselves. Um, they're just knowing like where to be in the right right spots at the right time, and just knowing the, the knowledge of the game is way different. Because you know, in college we doing what we told, and we, we just going out there, you know, running the play. But in the NFL, you reacting, and you 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 got to know the adjustments of certain things out there. So it's a bunch of stuff thrown at you. And uh, once you the game slows down to you, everything has come comes to you. You know, I grew up in Ohio, Akron, Ohio, not too far from Toledo, and you know, understand what it's like to play for a school that doesn't necessarily is not Ohio State yeah. or Michigan. When you're in that area, right? Mm -hmm. Not Penn State. There's certain schools in the the Big Ten, especially. You know, you probably had a lot of doubters uh, throughout your college, and even when you got to the NFL. Sure. And you're someone that's known for believing in themselves. How were you able to shut out all the noise of people that laugh at you, scoff at you, make fun of you, doubt you, and be able to shut that out and achieve what you've been able to achieve? Uh, really just uh, emotional intelligence to everything. Uh, knowing what to respond to and what not to respond to it plays a big factor in everything. Because the moment you, you give in is the moment that they got you on the hook. And... Once you get on the hook, it's no telling when you're going to come off that hook or decide to get back on your own path of what you've been doing to get you to the point. And um, I feel like that's been helping me. And um, me coming from Toledo, Andrew Hawkins was a big factor in it too. He mentored me throughout that my whole time there. And I just listening to him, getting feedback from him, like what should I do in certain situations? Uh, how did he, how, what did he do to be successful here at Toledo? You know, I just stuck with that, man, and just kept my head down and work. Speaking of keeping your head on, you really have your head on straight. You have great wisdom for such a young guy, great mindset, great heart set, and a good hand set, meaning you got the work ethic, that Ohio grind till the end, consistent, persistent behavior. You know, who are some of the people uh, beyond your coaches 
you know, that maybe podcasts, you read books, listen to, or, you know, somebody else in your life, a family member that has helped you develop this strong mindset, heart set, and hand set that you have? I would say my dad, you know, uh, when, when my mom passed, you know, uh, that's all I had. So then he, all that, everything he taught me, I had no choice but to suck it up and learn from it. And um, just how he went to work every day. Uh, he got up four o'clock in the morning, made sure we was good to eat, you know, come back home, working long hours. And I just seen how he worked, how he carried himself. And uh, he always taught us, he, to, he wasn't gonna let us give up on nothing we did. And he stuck he stuck through it with us, no matter what. So just, I just know he just was, was the type of person that, you gonna do something, we gonna do it. You gonna put all, your all into it. No looking back and I, I looked, I, I ran with it and I feel like I'm being, being successful with it throughout my career and just in life in general. It, it's so funny when you said that about waking up at 4 a.m. And I grew up a mom raised single, six kids, single mom in Akron, Ohio. Mm -hmm. She second grade teacher, packed my dinner in a paper bag, drove us around later at night, filling yeah. up turnstiles at convenience stores with greeting cars. And, you know, been blessed in my career to run Samsung's phone division, run Lee Steinberg, the most notable sports agency, Sports One Marketing with Warren Moon. Mm -hmm. And somebody asked my 11-year-old son, you know, what, what was it that looked up to the most, that meant the most to him yeah. as his father? And he said, my dad wakes up every day at 4 a.m. and he does everything he can to help other people. Yes. Had nothing to do about what I thought he would say, you know, all the glamour, the TV shows, the mm -hmm. movies, the podcasts, all the shit that I get to be involved with. And I think that's a great lesson uh, that you've learned from, mm -hmm. from your father and I'm sure the legacy of your mom before she passed. Yeah. Uh, being able to instill you with the values and the character that go beyond your natural physical capability exactly. uh, that, that help you with this. Uh, do you have any, lastly, just to finish up, do you have any favorite sayings or mantras or motivational things that you do when things get tough? Uh, I, I always tell myself, uh, confidence. Because uh, that's uh, all we, we preach back home is confidence. And, you know, if you had that into you, you're unstoppable. Yeah, well, I'm full of faith that you will end up in a really great place. I've been blessed to market the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not too far from Toledo, by the way. Canton's waiting for you, the orange juice <laughs> uh, squeezer there. They, they can't wait to have you. Deontay Johnson, I'm telling you, if you don't sign with the Steelers, call me. We need you in the Charger realm. We may bring home a big Super Bowl ring as well for the <laughs> AFC. What do you think? Yeah, say less. <laughs> <laughs> the incredible Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh Steelers, famous an incredible wide receiver here with David Meltzer live at Radio Row with Blue Wire Studios. Thank you for joining me on The Playbook. Thanks for having me.